welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we are so excited you guys are here. Um, this has been a very long-awaited episode. We have tried for, like, we're excited that Grant is here to join us today. Um, Grant, welcome. Hello. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for having me. It's been a struggle getting these two. These two work are very busy. So the Grant works weird hours, and you'll hear why soon. And Natasha has been busy, like we mentioned last week, with the legis- legislative session. So coordinating schedules has just been a challenge this these past few weeks. So this is long awaited for us, and hopefully for you guys. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, if you guys don't know Grant, he is an awesome person, and we are so excited to have him here. But before we can just like say how amazing he is, we have to tell you that he is one of the people that forked our yard. And mm-hmm. so there is a little bit where it's like, oh, Grant, welcome to the podcast. But also, Grant, like we have a thousand two hundred forks or something like that in our garage still because of you. So mm-hmm. I don't know. How long did that take? Um, it really only took like an hour or two. Um, Only. But we were in we, our yard for almost two hours and we had no clue. Yeah, it was also like one in the morning. So like your neighbors going by or like, like there's like cars, <laughs> or not maybe your neighbors, but there was cars going by and we're like, but they don't like call the police or anything. So but That's funny because you are the police. <laughs> oh yeah, so case closed. I know we've kind of talked about that every once in a while on the podcast. So case closed. Uh, one of the suspects, or not suspects, what is it, the right word? Is it a suspect or? Culprit? I, th- this is the culprit. culprit. Grant, not me, One yeah. third of the culprit, Grant and his roommates, so exposed everyone. Yeah. Um, Emma, what else about Grant for his introduction? Um, we're, we always pick the weirdest things. I know. People I and share that. that, not like where they grew up or what they did in life, but like um, Grant lived beneath us for a year, right? Yep. At school. Yeah, we did right. not really know Grant then. But that was that's a fun fact that we've since becoming friends and we're like, hey wait, I think you lived right below us or above us. Did you us. ever hear us or anything? Oh yeah, all the time. You guys were just so loud. <laughs> just like talking all the time. I was gonna say right back at you though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um and lastly this isn't really something we've talked about on the podcast, but this past weekend we went bow fishing with Grant and his friends. And we've been talking about doing that for a year, originally mm-hmm. to do a podcast on it. And that was so fun. Honestly, I don't think I've had like more fun just doing something random or like learning something new than I did bow fishing. It was so much fun. And also just, uh, I, I like want to do a podcast on it now after mm-hmm. doing it. Right. Originally, we were going to, and then we kind of were like, oh, maybe we shouldn't because that's not super applicable to young adult life. But also, guys, if you get a chance to go bow fishing, you should do it because it's so much fun. Okay, for those who don't know what bow fishing is, give us like 17 seconds of what bow fishing is. Um, so it's, it's kind of, as the name implies, it's, <laughs> you're fishing with a bow. Um, we go out at night on a boat, mm-hmm. super late at night. We have lights in the front of it so you can see the fish. The bows have like a string attached to them with your arrow. Um, so you basically just look for fish, usually like carp, and you shoot them and you reel them in. And that's, that's pretty much Ideally, it. Ideally, you shoot them. Ideally, yeah, you shoot them. Yeah, yep. that, there's like, yes, you shoot the bow, but you don't, or the arrow, but you don't necessarily hit the fish. And I think that's something we should talk about, that you don't normally hit the fish. Grant yeah. hits the fish. <laughs> that's true. It is we pretty know. challenging to kind of learn like where to aim and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So Emma did hit one. Yeah, yep. kind of. I didn't reel it in though. That's the sad thing. No, guys, she drove it into the ground. So the fish was like six inches deep in muck sticking straight up with its tail flopping. <laughs> it was just the three of us at that point. I think we're just all laughing so much there and right before that there was like a time when there was a fish like literally right in front of us 
And mm-hmm. Natasha, you were driving, and so Grant and I were sh- shooting. I wasn't. Sh- I was trying to, and like we were like, "Oh, there's a fish!" And Grant tried to shoot it, and then I was like, "Oh, I can't shoot it because it's not a fish because it didn't move when Grant shot at it." And so we were just like, "Can we're I shoot?" Oh, like kind of just yelling at each other. And this fish <laughs> is just sitting there, like asking to be shot. Like but somebody shoot it. <laughs> I, know, I was like, "Can I?" That's not a fish. But um, the but, fish got away. It was yeah. And we, we, I think I took two shots. At I think I took two like, shots too. So it was just like the fish wanted to die, but we just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't help it. Next Anyways. time. Anyways, that probably didn't make any sense to anyone else. But no, us, but it was such a funny memory to me. Like those three minutes of that, that was one f- fish and the other <laughs> And it happened back to back. So yeah. it, was like, uh, it was like at three in the morning. It was so funny. Super, so, super fun. Um, if no one else enjoyed that memory, at least we could remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, no. today we were talking about um, being a police officer and being in that industry. And that's something that Grant does. So uh, Grant has kind of a history of this and is in this field now. So Grant, like... We know why, but why are you qualified to, like, talk on this topic? Yeah, so I graduated uh, college with a law enforcement degree, uh, and then I went to what's called Skills, basically like the academy for Minnesota. It's a little bit different than other states. Mm -hmm. Um, Did training through that, um, and then I was a community service officer, which is kind of like a stepping stone into a police officer role. Mm -hmm. And then about six months ago, I got hired as a police officer for some of the suburbs of, like, the uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul area. and I've been doing that ever since. I just got off of training, so now by myself, um, which is definitely nice. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to have someone watching you uh, mm-hmm. every move you make. So, yeah. Do you think it's nicer, or is it kind of like, oh, I don't have someone to call though now? Well, I still have my, my partners and stuff oh, okay. I can call. So if mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I don't really know what I'm doing, I can like call them and say, hey, like, what should I do in this situation? So yeah. that's nice. Have yep. you ever seen Mall Cop? I have. When you talk about like the training school, I just picture like the flashbacks from Mall Cop. Is that? <laughs> Have you it's guys been seen a that? Long time it's I've been a long time it. since okay, I've seen it. So I don't know if that's accurate at all, but <laughs> that's just what I picture. I don't know if that's true. So if anyone else is there thinking that, I'm thinking that as well. But basically, whenever I'm in the town that Grant works at, I just assume every police officer is now him. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. I speed up. Okay, I should say. Arrest <laughs> <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> sometimes I go a little bit over the speed limit, um, and sometimes it's unintentional. But it happens a lot when I'm driving like that specific road right on 94, and I'm just like, I am going to get pulled over, and it's probably going to be Grant. And this will be ironic. If you pulled Natasha over, would you give her a ticket? Um, I guess it depends on the situation. Keep in mind, three other officers have pulled me over, and no one's giving me a ticket. Um, Any warnings? One did. Well, well, some of them weren't for speeding. It was because my car had broken lights. Okay. So then they told me how to fix them. So I mean, it would depend on the situation, <laughs> I guess. Like we have discretion, whether or not to like give people tickets. So like or a not, friend so. rule that's like, ah, uh, you know. There's, there's some point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, before we dive into um, our questions for Grant, I made up a game because I love games. Oh, no. For these two, neither of them know what it is, but it's called Law or Lie. Oh. And I was thinking because Grant is a police officer and Natasha works in politics and makes laws, um, you guys should be well versed in U.S. law. Um, and what is illegal and what is not. So I'm gonna lose I this have. Is this, is this U.S. law or Minnesota this law? This is U.S. law because okay. Minnesota didn't have enough. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> so oh you know, boy. let's be truthful. <laughs> Neither of your careers will benefit you in this game, but we'll see what is what what is reigning supreme. So I have right. laws and I have made up laws, and you guys you made up the laws. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and you guys need to tell me if it's law or not. We won't take too long on this because that's not the whole podcast. So number one. 
you will face a fifty five hundred sorry excuse me five hundred dollar fine in Louisiana if you send a surprise pizza to someone without their permission. Is this like I I bought the pizza and then told him to deliver it to your house type of thing? I don't and know the I don't know the pizza's coming, but you sent it to me. I think that this is a law because it's so ridiculous. Grant? Um, I think it also might be a law. You both are correct. This okay. is a law. So <laughs> That's <bo> stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, someone had to do it for it to yeah. be a law. Now, <laughs> well, actually, so. I think Emma's, um, someone Emma knows used to prank his old friend or his neighbor by ordering not pizza. Not in Louisiana. But not in Louisiana. Not Louisiana. All right. So. Number two. Roller coasters may not be operated past 7 p.m. on the East Coast. Um, that's a, a lie. Okay, that's got to be false. Correct. That is a lie. You guys are pretty good at this I game. I went to Six Flags when we were in D.C. Oh, way to use your resources. Yeah, thank you. But I couldn't share that before we answered oh. the question. <laughs> All right, number two. Three, I'm sorry. It is illegal to drive a multicolored car down the streets of New York City. False. I mean, lie. What's, a, what's defined as a multicolor? Like a taxi? No, like the door is one color and the oh. hood is the other color. Dead air, guys. Dead air. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with law on this one. I'll say lie just to switch it up. It's a lie. Oh. It's a lie. Yeah. Point for Natasha. Natasha's one up. All right, number four. In a small town in Virginia, it is illegal to trick or treat if you are over the age of 14. <laughs> um, law. I'm going know. with lie. It's a law. Oh, no. Oh Natasha. Natasha has never won one of these games. So. Oh. Let's not jinx it. All right. Though. But there is still still time for a comeback, Grant. Okay. It's okay. You don't have to tell them that we talked about this earlier and you're just giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next. It is an unenforced law that women must get permission from their husbands to get false teeth in Vermont. <laughs> what? I will read it again. <laughs> It is an unenforced law that women must get permission from their husbands to get false teeth in Vermont. Law. I'm going to go with law as well, actually. It is a law. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's unenforced. The article is like, this is not enforced, but... That is so dumb. Wow. I know, policymakers. Why would they make that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. In Baltimore, strollers are not allowed in old-fashioned candy stores. Um... Lie. I was gonna go with lie as well. Oh, that's a lie. Really? That's a lie. Yep. Um. All right. Next, there is a one thousand dollar fine for using sidewalk chalk in a cul-de-sac in a suburban town in New York. That has to be a lie. That takes like away the whole point of living living in a cul-de-sac. The whole point. <laughs> You're saying Everything. lie? I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go with law on this one. It's a lie. Oh my goodness! <laughs> all right, good. There's still time. You you have to get all of these right. Okay. So Natasha my... has to get all of them wrong. Exactly. Okay. All right. Next, a game of bingo cannot last more than five hours in North Carolina. Mm, I'll say law. Well, I'm gonna have to say opposite. So I'm gonna go with lie, <laughs> but I think it's a law. It is a law. It is a law. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Grant. <laughs> Blowing him out of the water. You're getting a bunch right, but she is too. All right. In a small town in Connecticut, under no circumstances may bagels be thrown into dumpsters. Hmm. I agree with this regardless of whether you wrote it or if it's a law. Um, I will say law. I'm going to say lie. It is a lie. Ah, uh, no! <laughs> and lastly, students at a culinary school in Illinois can consume wine underage if they spit it out. Um... 
law. I'll go with law as well. It is a law. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> That's hilarious? That's so funny. That's so funny to me. Congrats, Natasha. You have won. Very nice. Finally, sorry, Grant. No, it's okay. This is just a moment that, like, six weeks ago, I really dreamed it would happen. Because <laughs> I haven't won a single one since we started doing interviews in Emma's games. And this is just a moment that, like, is there a trophy, Emma? Have you seen me give a trophy to no, anyone but else? I wasn't sure if you would make an exception for me. No. Maybe okay. I'll get you a, a blizzard from Dairy Queen. <laughs> she did that earlier, guys. So. <laughs> cool. Consolation prize, also a blizzard. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you guys for playing. Um, don't feel too bad you didn't win because there's really not a whole lot of skill to this. <laughs> no offense, Natasha. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Took my victory away. Um, no, Grant, thank you so much for being on this episode. And you guys... I feel kind of bad because I always text Grant like my police officer questions. I'll like see a law or something that, that the legislature is doing like, hey Grant, how will this affect you? Or is this a good idea? And then I learn a lot and it actually has been really informative. So I think that this will be an opportunity, hopefully, for listeners to learn a little bit more about just like the day in the life, but also, I don't know, some different aspects of police officing, officering, <laughs> off enforcing the law um, of your job that we might not know previously. All right. And with that, why did you decide to pursue this career in industry? Yeah. Um, so unlike a lot of people, I didn't actually start to look into law enforcement until like later in high school. I know a lot of people like at like five years old, they're like, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. a police officer. And that's like their like their dream mm -hmm. and everything that kind of happens a lot of times. So I was my junior year of high school. I was doing like a business degree. I was doing classes for it, and I was like, this is awful. I could never do this. Um, oh, that's my job. <laughs> I, um, no, it, it's for some people, but I just, I just couldn't imagine myself doing like a nine-to-five like desk job every day. Um, mm -hmm. That's for some people. It's not for me. So I started looking to other careers and stuff. I did a ride-along, mm -hmm. um, which if anyone's interested in law enforcement or like just really curious, you can always do a ride-along as well. Basically just ride with the officer. Can for. We do that? Yeah, of course. We should have done that before the episode. That would have been so cool. Oh. You do a follow-up at some okay, point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> Uh, but that's a good way to just kind of see like what a police officer does in a day. Um, so after that, I kind of knew like this is what I want to do. So both my parents are nurses and I knew I didn't want to do nursing, but something kind of related as well. And law enforcement kind of bridged that gap kind of. Um, and I liked that I was able to kind of help people and kind of do different stuff every single day. Like when I go into work, I'm like, well, let's see what happens today. Like I have no idea what I'm going to yeah. be doing mm -hmm. during the day. So and just kind of that uh, attracted me to be able to kind of like help people. Mm -hmm. um, and helping someone could mean literally like helping them like do something or like a medical emergency or like at the end of the day like arresting someone could be helping either them or someone else from like harming yeah. someone or harming themselves too. Mm -hmm. so. I feel like the you never know what you're going to do that day is like, yeah, you said it's like it's nice, but it's also terrifying. It's like, I wonder what I'm going to do today. Yeah. <laughs> are some days like, are you like, okay, I want something to happen today because yesterday was kind of boring type of thing. Like I only pulled over people for speeding. That wasn't that exciting. I yeah, there's, there's like, definitely days like that, too, where you're like, you just sit there for like two hours and you're like, well, I wish I could do something because yeah. you're just sitting in your mm -hmm. like car just doing nothing for two hours. Hmm. Is that weird, though? Because it's like if I'm doing nothing, that means there's, there's nothing peace. wrong with the world. Exactly. So that's where it's like, I'm like, it's good that nothing's happening. But at the same time, like, I want to like be doing mm -hmm. something and like stopping crime yeah. or whatever, yeah. too. Yeah. So a little restless. Guys, yeah. kind of a funny story. So when Grant first started, I text him. I was like, hey, Grant, like, how'd your day go type of thing or something like that? And he's like, good, we arrested four people. I was like, is that good? I don't know. Like, well, how do I respond to that? But it was just kind of a funny moment. It's like very yeah. different jobs. Yeah, right. <laughs> Before we had Grant on, we were like, okay, so is there anything you don't want to talk about? And he's like, I don't know if we really want to, like, your, your podcast is pretty upbeat. Do we really want to talk about drugs and guns? And we're like, hmm, I don't really know. 
Yeah. I don't know either, but we'll see where this we'll goes. We'll just see. We'll just see. Um, but kind of going off that, what does a day, I know every day is different, like we just talked about, but what does a day in the life look like? Um, so I guess it really depends on the shift that you're working. Okay. So there's like day shift, evening shift, and night shift. Um, so I work the night shift right now, so it's a lot different than a day shift. During my training, I worked a lot of day shift as well. Um, day shift in my particular city is going to a lot of theft calls. Just Catholic converters? Uh, we have some of those. Um, just like every city kind of has those right now. But a lot of ours is just retail stores. We have a lot of retail oh, stores yeah. in my city. So it's a lot of that and going to medicals and just people are like out and about a lot more during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the night shift's a lot different just because you don't really have a lot of calls per se. Mm-hmm. So I maybe only get like two or three calls a night. Um, sometimes more, sometimes less, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of like trying to find crime, I guess. <laughs> um, so a lot of that is like pulling over cars and trying to investigate further besides mm-hmm. just like yeah. stopping someone for speed. Because mm-hmm. once you like walk up to the car, you'd be like, oh, well, there's something illegal in the car or something like that too as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of traffic stops at night are more to kind of figure out like if there's any other criminal activity afoot mm-hmm. too as well. So Interesting. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just say, do the calls tend to be more serious at night too? Whereas like it's not theft, it's like, oh, this is an actual emergency right now. Yeah, typically a lot of like the evening calls, I would say, mm-hmm. um, are per- typically more serious. During the day, it's a lot more just like reports and stuff like that. And yeah. like maybe five o'clock to like midnight or one o'clock is when a lot of people are like home and stuff. And that's when like more crimes likely to happen mm-hmm. um, just because people are at work during the day and sleeping at like the middle of the night, too. Yeah. So. Unless you're Grant and 7 a.m. or 7 p.m. is like breakfast time. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I feel like your schedule, because it's, you're, like you said, you have different shifts. Like half the time when we see Grant, it's like he just woke up and half the time he's like about to go to work. It's just like the weirdest schedule. Yep. Yeah. Have you enjoyed your schedule or has it been like, would you say that's a hard part of the job? Um, I have enjoyed it so far. I'm more of a night person anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's honestly a lot easier for me to stay up until 6 a.m. than to get up before 6 a.m. Yeah, that's fair. So. Okay, so that's not the hardest part of your job? Because I just think that staying up all night <laughs> would be kind of difficult, but maybe not. No, I wouldn't say that's the hardest part of my job. Um, right now, I guess it's pretty different um, mm-hmm. just because I'm just starting. So a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now is just trying to, like, soak in all the information and, like, figure out every call is, like, different and everything. Mm-hmm. So trying to, like, lean on, like, what I've recently learned and what I learned in, like, school and stuff um, instead of it just being, like, instant, like, instinct and stuff. Um, is definitely something that's pretty difficult right now. Uh, I guess another thing that's difficult with being in law enforcement is just like being able to like flip it off of like mm. when you're working, when you're not working. Um, so like when I walk into a room, like I think like I have to like analyze if there's any like threats or like where I sit in a room and everything like that. Mm. You're kind of constantly like analyzing like what's going on in a room. And then like even like when I look at cars, like I'm always looking for like <laughs> like lane violations or expired tabs or something like that too. So like that's kind of difficult too to kind of separate like your work mode from like when you're not working. Well, honestly, like this is a really sad thing, but like with Rob's elementary school, the shooting Mm -hmm. that happened yesterday, like the police or the officer that um, that actually responded and shot the the guy that the gunman, mm-hmm. he was an off-duty border patrol agent mm-hmm. that just responded. So like, yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm analyzing the room, but it's also like, yeah, like you would be someone that res- would respond, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a weird thought in a way, I guess. But yeah, yeah, you guys don't just stop working necessarily. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Definitely. So when you walked into our house, did you like analyze for threat? Check where's the dog? <laughs> where should I sit? <laughs> Or check our tabs when you 
pulled up. Mine are not expired, just for the record. I know everyone's <laughs> like, Natasha's dads are going to be expired, but they're not. <laughs> I love how you do it to yourself. You're just like, everyone's going to think this. It's true. So, last question about the day in the life. Can you, like, stop and get food or coffee whenever you want? Yeah. I feel like I all, when, obviously, like, you see them on the road, but I also often see, like, police officers and caribou. Especially the one near our house. I'm always just like, oh, there's a police officer. I should see if they know Grant. And they're like, oh, yeah, Grant doesn't work here. But. Emma, did you once talk to an officer about yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> it was right after your catalytic converter got stolen. I was like, hey, I live right here, and this happened. He was like, okay. Did you report it? And I was like, yep, she did. And then he goes, okay, also people run that stop sign. And I was like, yeah, they do. I said, I was like... And then I told him my whole life story. I was like, yeah, I work from home, and I face the road, and so every day I just watch cars blow that stop sign. He's like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Anyways, moving on, moving on. Where are we moving on to? Did you want me to answer your question? <laughs> oh, that's where we're moving on to. Thank you. Thank you, Grant. Um, I also may have forgotten what your question was. Can you just stop and get food or coffee whenever oh, you want? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, like everyone else, still have, like, breaks. Um, so we have our we have two 15-minute breaks, and we have a 30-minute, like, unpaid break like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you can, like, go and grab coffee on downtime if you don't have, like, reports to catch up on or, like, other stuff like that, too, as well. But the one thing that's different, I guess, than a normal break is, like, you have to keep your radio on, and if a call comes out, you just have to go. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the middle of, like, taking like a bite of your sandwich, <laughs> and you're like, oh, but I guess I got to go, you just have uh-huh. to go. So. And is that why you guys always back in? Or I often see cops back into, like, their spots. Uh, a lot of cops do just so they're, like, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily have to back okay. in, but a lot of them do. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would be horrible at that. There's I know, a I lot like, of, that would disqualify me, <laughs> There's a lot of things about this job I would be horrible at, but that's also one of them. <laughs> All right, moving on. So we kind of talked about this. You shared, like, how it's hard to flip on and off, but what are some of the other hard parts about being a police officer? I think as I, like, work more and more, I think it's going to become, I guess, more and more difficult. I know a lot of people care a lot of stress with them with the job um, just because it is a pretty high-stress situation. A lot of, like, the calls you go to or, like, every time you make a traffic stop, you're, like, you want to make sure that, like, nothing's bad going to happen in the Mm -hmm. car. And a lot of times it's just like someone's like, oh, sorry, I was speeding. And that's that's pretty much the whole thing. But like other times it could be like a lot more dangerous, too, as well. So for the listeners, for us, for whoever, whoever hears this, what is the best like thing to do as a person being pulled over? Like, what's the best way to just act like in respect in respect to you as a police officer and not like how do you act to get out of a ticket? Just more like what is the way to act and respond when you're pulled over? I mean, honestly, just kind of act normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you're really weird, it's going to make the officer think that something's going on. Mm-hmm. So if you're just like normal and just like, oh, yeah, I was just going home from work or I was just running some errands and stuff and I was in a rush and I was speeding. Like something that's very like a normal way to like talk to a normal person is what's going to mm-hmm. be like best for you. Obviously, don't like start reaching for a bunch of stuff and everything just because that's kind of like it like heightens our like. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like what are they reaching for? Yeah. So like, just wait until the officer comes up to the window to grab your license and all that. Kind insurance of stuff. and everything. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll they'll ask you for it. Like, hey, can you get your license and insurance? Mm-hmm. And then they'll know that that's what you're grabbing for too, as well. Yeah. So. That makes okay. sense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What's something that surprised you most about the job that maybe you weren't expecting before? Um, honestly, just a lot of like the reports and paperwork we have to do. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like. In, like, modern policing, pretty much everything we do has to be, like, perfectly recorded. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's, like, we have a body camera. We also have a camera for our vehicles as well. Um, and then just, like, everything you report has to match everything that you did and said. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a lot of that. So, like, probably a good portion of our, like, our shift that we do is literally just writing reports. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're doing on the computer when you're sitting in the car? 
Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. See, I think this is actually a very helpful conversation. I always wonder what, like, uh, like are they looking for stuff or what? But they're probably just writing reports. Well, so right? it depends. Like, if we're just like sitting at like, like an inter- like if we're at an intersection, we're probably running like a license plate or something like that. Oh, mm-hmm. um, or like looking at someone else's call or call that's coming out. We have mm-hmm. everything that's like on our computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're like sitting at somewhere like a parking lot or something, we're probably writing a report. Mm-hmm. Okay, another question about like if you're getting pulled over. Let's say. Can so you the lights turn on and it's very obvious like oh they're pulling me over. Are you allowed to like drive to a spot that's better to be pulled over in, or is that gonna be annoying? It's like where are they like I'm have to chase them, or it's like I very much. How do you like show? Hey, I'm not running away I'm from like, you. I'm like waving a white flag. Like I'm not running, but I need to go. And I, was like, I just don't want to be an inconvenience to traffic. Um, so we typically try to stop cars in like a good spot to stop them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's like a good shoulder or like an exit or something like that, that's what we mm-hmm. prefer to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so typically we like to, you to stop where you are, but if you're like, oh, there's a parking lot right there and you pull into the parking lot, that's mm-hmm. kind of nice too as well, just because then we're out of the lane of traffic. Yeah. Because um, I know a lot of a lot of people think that like police officers die from getting shot or like whatever too, but most most officer deaths are from traffic. Really? Um, from getting hit by traffic on like a freeway or something mm-hmm. too as well, just because like people don't pay attention when they see the lights and stuff. They want to see what's going on. Yeah. And then there's accidents re- involved with that too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if there's a spot that's really close by, you can definitely pull into it because um, it makes us safer at the mm-hmm. end. But if you're driving like a mile up the road, now we're like, what is this person doing? Like, are they like trying to run away? Or are they trying to, to like... <laughs> they're like slowing down while they do it. I was like, I'm not going fast. I'm sorry. I, okay, this is something yeah. I actually think about often. Yeah, so if you like slow down and like you're just like driving a little bit up the road and stuff, mm-hmm. then that's fine because we... It's, it's normal. A lot of people do do that. Okay. Um, but if you're driving, like, way up the road, we're like, what's going on here? Like, it's not really normal. Okay. Noted. Noted. <laughs> All right. Um, so when you're on duty versus off duty, do you feel like – this is going to be a weird question, but, like, do you feel like you're a different person? Like, do you have to put on a different persona? I think I definitely do. I don't know exactly how to describe it per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also kind of depends on, like, call to call. Um, so if I'm going to, like – a medical, I have to I have to put on like a more like a helping hand of like trying to like explain to them like what medical knowledge I know and kind of maybe what's going on and tell me there's paramedics and stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Um, some calls you have to like I helped someone change a tire the other day. Just mm-hmm. I was just helping him change a tire. It's a pretty casual like conversation yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then some of them you have to be very stern and authoritative mm-hmm. because like there's a threat level or something like that too as well. Yeah. Um, so it's really like different almost every single call. Mm-hmm. I've put on like a different hat you could say. Interesting. Do you ever find that you like have, I don't know, like that whatever voice is coming out in a conversation with someone else where you're like, oh, I have like my helper voice right now <laughs> or what? People always used to say in high school I had a debating voice and I find my debating voice is coming out in lobbying where it's just like I talk differently. Yep. And so I don't know, but then I can like there's certain moments where I'm like, oh, this is that same tone. Yep, I definitely have that as well. Where yeah. like when I'm helping someone, I'm trying to have like a very like like calming tone yeah. and like <laughs> trying to figure it out. But then like mm-hmm. on like more like authoritative and stern ones, I usually like lower my voice a little bit <laughs> to like sound a little bit more like aggressive, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to exactly describe it. Or like more authoritative. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll talk like more directly and like mm-hmm. nice stuff too. I just think this is something that I always wonder with being a police officer, but do you get scared? Is it ever like, well, I just don't want to respond to this call like I have to, but I'm afraid? Uh, yeah, we definitely have those moments as well. Um, I've had a couple of those. Like one of them, like I walked up to a car, there was two people like, we didn't know if they were like unconscious or sleeping or what was going mm-hmm. on in the car. And as soon as they woke up, they were like grabbing for stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. what are they grabbing for? Hmm. 
they possibly may have had like a like a drug overdose or something like that too as well. Mm-hmm. But they just kind of like were freaked out when someone suddenly knocked on their door and they didn't know what was going on. Um, but that was kind of like a what's going on moment. Mm-hmm. I would say a lot of my moments that are are scary as well. Like I don't really realize it till afterwards. And I was like, oh, that was kind of like I probably should have been a little scared <laughs> about that. But I. I like you kind of have like a work mode you kind of have to go into of like, I have to do this, this has to be mm-hmm. done. And a lot of that is just with our training that we do. Mm-hmm. So with that, like when you have, when you are afraid or you have like fear or something, you kind of have to let that like drive you of like, I need to like stop this. I need mm-hmm. to like get through this. And then mm-hmm. I can like realize, oh, that was kind of scary. Do you kind of feel like an adrenaline rush after the incident because you've been like holding back so much and it's like that exhaustion? I don't know. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, mm-hmm. like, whoa, I was just, like, I don't even know who I was acting in like that. Yeah, yeah. and then you kind of, like, had this moment where you just, like, your whole body relaxes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Yep. But, yeah, is that, <laughs> like, Grant that? Knows what you yeah, mean? yep. Yeah, I, def- I definitely had that in, like, oh, like, I didn't even know I could, like, do that or yeah. whatever, too. Yeah. And you're, like, oh, I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I just did it. Mm-hmm. So That's good, though. That's good. Yeah. Do you kind of have to have thick skin, too? I feel like, do people disrespect you a lot? Um, I would say most people are pretty respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, even people who don't really like police, they just kind of, they more just ignore you per se. Like they just don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people aren't rude to law enforcement, I would say. It's right. a pretty small majority. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same thing of like, like put like all police are bad, but like at the same time, it's like, well, no, like there's some people, like there's some police officers that are bad, like there's, there's bad people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some people who don't like law enforcement and disrespect yeah. law enforcement. Um, but I would say like, just like the majority of officers are good, the majority of the public at least like respect police officers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say are some common misconceptions that people have about police officers? I know uh, that like that's something that is a very big topic and I don't know, like people can say like there's those headlines, right? Of like, mm-hmm. oh, kind of based off of the idea of, like, oh, police are bad type of thing. But like, I don't know if there's like just misconceptions that you find people having that you're like, oh, this isn't really accurate to what the job is or who cops are. Right. And especially after um, all of that happened with George Floyd in 2020, and you yeah. weren't even a police officer at that time, like mm-hmm. that played into a lot of the misconception mm-hmm. on the police and all that with defunding the police and all that. Even Brecken knows, you can hear him whining in the back, that it's like <laughs> a hard topic. So how was navigating that and what are some of those misconceptions like? <laughs> Big question. Sorry, um, I'm going to answer Natasha's first, okay. um, just with the misconceptions, and then we can get into the other part. I would say, like, the biggest thing is just, like, we're people, too, as well. It's a pretty, like, cliche thing to say or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I read an article recently and like, preparation for the podcast. Um, <laughs> was that research for this podcast? Grant, thank just you. A little, just a little. We love that. <laughs> so it was, like, a survey that was, like, a whole bunch of officers. It was, like, 75% of officers who get into law enforcement want to just help people. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, like officers want to help people. Mm-hmm. Like they're not there to like, like get you in trouble, or they're not there to like, even just like solve crimes. Like a lot of officers are very driven to solve crimes, mm-hmm. but a lot of people who get into law enforcement just want to help people. Um, and then another part of that um, was just like misunderstanding as well is that eighty-three percent of the public says they understand the risk and challenges of police op- that police officers face every day, mm-hmm. um, but only fourteen percent of police officers agree with that. So, like, most police officers say that, like, the public just does not understand, like, what they go through every day. And the public's like, no, we completely understand what police do. And I think a lot of that is, like, it's it's hard to see, like, what police do every day, like, mm-hmm. every single moment of the day, which is, like, the ride-along is a good thing, too. Yeah. If someone's like, oh, I kind of wonder what police do every day, a ride-along is a good mm-hmm. option, too, as well. So, Did you decide, like, was there ever a moment after George Floyd's incident that you didn't want to be a police officer? 
Um, did that change or make it, you hesitate at all? Yeah, it definitely made me like question it. I don't think it ever changed my mind and whether or not I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. um, if anything, it kind of drove me to do it even more, I guess, mm -hmm. um, which I think a lot of officers would say as well, a lot of the new officers, because um, it was definitely in a kind of a challenge to kind of think, because it just changed the way that like people see police, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't in law enforcement at the time. Um, so it's kind of a different perspective for me as well. Has that been helpful, do you think, to like come into it more fresh than officers like went through it? And had, I don't know, like I'm sure that was a really stressful time to be a police officer too, versus like have, knowing what you were getting into a little bit more. I don't know if that question makes sense. No, yeah, it, it was probably more challenging for officers already working just yeah. because they're already in the job and they had to like adjust to like, oh, this is the public no longer like respects us as much or the public mm -hmm. has this different view of us mm -hmm. compared to me. It's like, oh, I never had that other opinion. This is just Normal. what it's like. This yeah. is what it's supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's probably easier for newer officers that are just getting into it mm -hmm. compared to older officers that the dynamic is changing so much recently. Mm -hmm. um, just because the George Floyd and other incidents too as well have really changed um, how law enforcement operates, mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily a bad thing per se. Right. Yeah, I, it, it's really changed kind of how people perceive the police. Mm -hmm. um, so it's interesting to hear that from someone who's a police officer too. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the culmination of all of our questions have led to this moment right here. Oh, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> how fast over the speed limit can you actually go? Well, I mean, I can't really advise anyone <laughs> anyone to speed. Grant's like, this is the one part I don't want in the podcast, actually. I just didn't have the heart to tell you. Um, <laughs> you don't have to answer. I mean, obviously, I'm going to say you, you can't speed. Um, but, I mean, if you're going, like, 5 over on the highway and 10 over on the freeway, you're probably fine. Um, but with that, an officer can stop you from going one mile an hour over the speed limit um, at the end of the day. So, like... When, when we're like, when we're running traffic or when we're running, like we call it interdiction, we're looking for certain cars. Um, mm -hmm. If that car is going five miles an hour over the speed limit and we're like, I want to stop that car, we can stop that car. Sure. So, I mean, with that, like once you start going like 12, 20 over <laughs> or more <laughs> than that, then you're, then you're probably at least going to get pulled over. And mm -hmm. once you start going like 15 or 20 over, you're probably going to get a ticket. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of that just, <laughs> a lot of that just goes with like the flow of traffic as well. Okay, that's the thing though. If everyone's going 15 over, then you don't want to be the car that's super slow that's making everyone upset with you. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of the, that's kind of like the age old like like mothers thing. If everyone's jumping over a cliff, would you do it as well? Like, yeah. Um, All right. Well, there there you have it. There you have it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. There no, we go. Okay, and we're wrapping up the uh, police officerness stuff here. Unless you have anything else that you think would be helpful for the listeners to hear or that you want to say about what it's like to be a police officer? Uh, I don't really have anything else. All right. Then we'll move on to our final question, just something we ask all our guests um, mm -hmm. who come on the podcast. What is something in life that you are currently figuring out? Um, when you asked me this question like a week or two ago, <laughs> you said not related to my job, but it could be. And I definitely did relate it to my job. Okay. And it actually has to do with your last podcast. I figured out like a work-life balance. Hey. Um, right? Um, and, I, and, I, and I wrote down my answer before you guys released the podcast. So I just want to just put that out there. <laughs> that a fellow or a dedicated podcast listener too. <laughs> this is just so good. Um, so I guess I'm figuring out how to kind of maintain like relationship with friends and a quote unquote like normal life mm -hmm. uh, while working the night shift. So I work right now. I work 830 p.m. until 630 a.m. 
So like when most people are sleeping, I'm awake. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of hard to like figure out like when to do stuff with people. Example, mm-hmm. like our pod- <laughs> like this, pod- this particular podcast. Um, and then also working like a lot of weekends and stuff mm-hmm. like that too as well. It's kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, but I think just now that my schedule is like kind of set in stone, it's going to be a lot easier, I think. Because mm-hmm. before it was like, well, I could be working. Over. Yeah, I could be working the day shift, could be working the night shift just because with yeah. training, I had different like trainers and stuff like that too as well. Um, so I think like moving forward, it's going to be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But when you guys gave your score of what was it like 85 <laughs> or something? Or, 85 for me, 77. For and I was like, I don't know what mine is. Mine's going to be like 40 or 50 <laughs> right now. Like, it's okay. But also you're just starting because you mm-hmm. only have been not in, in training for three weeks. I've only worked two shifts. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. 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 But I've also been training for now like six, like in training as okay. an officer for six months. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, things to figure out. And yeah, now right? you have a nifty podcast exactly. to listen to. to help exactly, out right? How to attain work life balance. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were taking notes the whole time. <laughs> All righty. Um, well, anything else, you guys? Anything else before we wrap up? No, but Grant, thank you so much for finally you know, being able to do this podcast, for making time so many times, being willing to reschedule. Um, this was really helpful. Guys, so, what are we going to talk about now that we don't have to talk about scheduling when we can podcast? Bow fishing? <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, Grant, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This was so fun to have you. Um, maybe once we do that ride along, we'll have a part two. But everyone, thanks so much for listening. Um, it's always great to have you, and we'll talk to you next week.